This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. now we're gonna this is episode 48 below the belt we're now gonna do a new interlude that i kind of thought of the other day with uh flav from the fighting cock what um what what Uh, (laughs) what's up Uh, huh what's up with you what's up there's nothing wrong with me i'm all good not not saying anything rest just way of greeting people on the streets you know what up God, that was loud. I didn't even understand what he was doing then. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you know, you were quite popular. I had a friend of mine. I had a friend of mine message me and say, "Oh, Flav's funny," and I was like, "Oh, yeah. let's get Flav on again." Yeah, uh, your friend's right. Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah she is right. She, um, oh, she's right. Now we're talking. Yeah, it's a lady. Like um, my, my DMs are open. <laughs> okay. well, I am in a long loving relationship, so I will let her know. I let her and a six foot three boyfriend know asap. Oh, is he hard? <laughs> Um, no, not really, not really. Um, yeah. Well, we've seen, we seen what got... Andy Ruiz does does to uh, a big man, isn't it? That's true. That's yeah. true. So if yeah. this geezer wants to take it to the streets, yeah, yeah I can see you having a scrap. Yeah, I think you can take him. I think you can take him. He's right. lovely. So anyway, <laughs> I thought I thought we'd have like this new kind of section on on below the belt where you just get to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. We you can talk about this weekend's boxing yeah. if you want to talk about um, any sort of random boxing questions you've got or anything you just want to rant about. Right, um, there's three things I've got on my mind. Okay, um, I want to talk about the Warrington fight. Yep, I want to talk about Tyson Fury and the. The, there's two things around Tyson Fury that I want to talk about. Okay. And I want to talk about his trainer, Ben Davison. Okay. All right. So um, should, let's start with the Warrington fight because this is for the first time in my entire life. I've watched the fight live and yep. I've then gone back and rewatched it. And to, yeah. and to watch Warrington versus Galad 
it's not that wasn't that's yeah not, you're not you're not watching Gatty Ward are you? I'm absolutely not watching no. that. It wasn't peak boxing in any shape or form. No. But but I watched it on the night and I was so convinced with my own eyes, admittedly I've had quite a lot to drink. But yep. I'm so convinced that I was seeing one of the biggest daylight robberies I've ever seen. Yeah. That that I had to rewatch it again. And, and 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 I was talking to you guys during the during the fight and you were scoring it more evenly than, than I was. I wasn't saying you didn't think that Galad won. I, 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 it was just that you said it, and T and Alex were saying it's closer than, than what I thought, what I was seeing. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to watch it back again. But So I, haven't, I obviously haven't at this point heard what you've got to say about the fight. So just give me, give me your um, breakdown of what you think. Okay, done. so I scored it 115-113, uh, which is seven rounds to five. Um to Galahad. I mm-hmm. thought Galahad won the fight. I agreed with you on that sense. Um, there was a lot of rounds that were really, really quite close. And I can see why you thought it was wide because all every single round, Kid Galahad was moving him around. He every t- Whenever he was southpaw, he completely controlled the pace. He controlled where, Gal- where Warrington was going. He controlled everything in terms of his ring generalship and his defence. The problem with Galahad was that didn't translate into punch output and into effective aggression. So he would land nice little singles. He'd land nice little jabs, but he didn't throw combinations. He didn't land because he looked like the more classier boxer on the night, but that didn't translate into beating the shit out of him. So what? Um, I think you have to do, you can't. What you just said said is effective aggression. Warrington didn't show any kind of effective aggression. He had three or four spells in that fight where he showed effective aggression. Otherwise, it was just plodding, walk forward, trying to force a fight. And I, I get you. Like, I, it, it, Galahad spoiled the entire contest. Yeah, he did. That doesn't yeah. mean that he didn't win the fight convincingly. Yeah. What Did you score the rounds? What, well, I, yeah, what, I did score the rounds. Yeah. I, I scored what did you score did you have both so, times? Yeah, first time round, I scored it 8-2 to Galahad. Okay, you're missing two rounds there. So it's 8-4. Eight, eight, four. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, uh, he won. He, what I meant is, I don't know why I put that. He went ten. He, he won ten out of twelve, right? Okay, right. And then I watched. Then I watched it again. So uh, then I watched it again today, with, yep. where, where I hadn't had a drop of alcohol, right? Okay. And I can definitely see that Warrington had more success than I thought he did. Okay. Um, so I had, I had, um, I had it eight four. Okay, so one sixteen, one twelve. So that's only one round difference for me. Yeah, which which is like like I say, when I watched it again, I, I could see what you guys were talking about. But when when I was you know had a few glasses of wine <laughs> and I was watching it, I got so yep. caught up in the in my thought thought pattern that Warrington was all over the place that that yep. that bias never left my head, which is right. like a big problem in boxing. I think when people are watching fighting, yeah, they they get an idea in their head and the biases are so significant that you're, you're watching the good work of the fighter you like yeah. and, and and looking at all the bad work of the fighter you don't like yeah. and on top of that you've got the commentary yeah uh, and I thought Woodall uh, was horrendous when, when he was I, calling that fight I think I think uh, boxing broadcasting is in crisis right now and I think and I use that word intentionally because every single uh, broadcasting outfit has a dog in the fight, so to speak. Exactly. The ESPN coverage of, um, of Fury's fight was... Um, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrible. The Domachenko fights, uh, the Terence Crawford fights that ESPN cover, 
even small things like they constantly call Terence Crawford Terence instead of Crawford. Mm. It's just those small little things. It's like they know him too well. Yeah, it's like it's no. like what, what, how everyone refers to Boris Johnson as Boris rather than Johnson, like yeah. May or or Cameron or Blair. Yeah. No one ever called true. Blair it's when true. he was in charge. Tony. No, they never called him Tony because yeah, Boris. It's it's quite it's quite a clever thing actually because it makes him seem friendly and it disarming, makes him seem completely human. disarming. And, yeah. and you're right, you're right. It's that you, you you listen to these fights, and depending on the network, they completely swayed. But mm. it, we're watching it from as box, boxing fans, thinking that they should be biased, uh, unbiased. They should be yeah. objective in this. This they're thing. journalists, aren't they? But, and they should, be, yeah. But they're also on the payroll of the people that fund massive amounts of you know funnel massive amounts of money into boxing and they're going to want their fighter to to be uh to, to keep winning and then is that the same thing with warrington and um and galahad and what was confusing to some degree was that actually i think they were harsher on warrington the bt uh callers yeah harsher on warrington than, than perhaps needed to be and i think that, that that was what swayed me somewhat yeah um, but just to go back to the fight i just thought over and over again, that 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 if you if you're gauging a fight purely on how many punches are landed, and you yep. you know better than me, Callum, how this shit works. Yeah. Right. I think that evading punches convincingly should count towards a performance and who wins the fight. Yeah. When you're talking about so, rope a dope, right? Why is rope a dope such a a significant um, phrase in boxing? It's a massive phrase. People know exactly mm. what it means. It's evading p- punches. In order to tire out your opponent, which is mm. the same as hitting them with body shots, in my opinion. Right. So um, why should Galahad these weights? Not the holding, but his yeah. footwork and, and punch evasion was excellent most for the most part. Yeah, I, I think what the way scoring fights works is uh, effective aggression, punches landed are at the like A category, so it's split into like A and B. So like. A categories, i.e. more important things, are punches landed, effective aggression, and B categories are defence, uh, ring generalship, things like that. So defence is scored. Uh, it is scored. It's just not as scored with as much importance as effective aggression and punches landed. So that's probably why Galahad's good defence was probably not rewarded as rewarded as much as you would have liked because he, as I said before, didn't follow it up with landing punches but that, but it's a bit sick though isn't it it's like rewarding aggression that could hurt people and not rewarding defense which saves people yeah that's the sport we're in uh, that's that's the sport we're in yeah, it's but about may, maybe it's bollocks Robots, maybe it's sport, maybe it should change the sport the way the way, yeah. way they score it like perno well, it? was one of the best to ever do it yeah because yeah, of his was, defensive yeah. ability yeah. mayweather's entire career the best ever probably yeah yeah to ever and, do it I think if you look at Mayweather, because he was such, and it sounds terrible me saying this, because he was such a huge draw, uh, he was such a massive draw, and the undefeated record was so important to, to his legacy and to his marketing, it was almost like the judges rewarded that defence more than the average fighter. So because, they should. Yeah, and they should, but they, don't, they don't do that across the board. They no. don't do that across the board, do they? So Anyway, but, uh, mate, back to the scoring. Like I, I had it... Um... I had it uh, 10, uh, sorry, the second time I scored it, I had it uh, four rounds to Warren and, and eight to Galahad. But I had three of those rounds near on impossible to score. Yeah. And I don't know why it doesn't happen in boxing more often that they, they score rounds even. The pundits often will do it, occasionally would do it. Yeah. But judges very, very rarely do it. And I don't know, I, I don't know if there's a reason for that. But there are three of those rounds that could have gone either way. And by saying that, they could have gone to Kid Galahad and they could have gone to Warren. 
And if I, if I gave all of those rounds to Warrington, so I had, I had um, three of the rounds that were really hard to score. One I gave to Galahad, the sixth. The yep. third I gave to Warrington, which was really hard to score. And the ninth yep. I gave to Warrington, it was really hard to score. So we could have ended up with a, um, a logistic, like, legitimate um, 10 uh, could ten, have been a, yeah, you. It sounds like you could have possibly had a draw because there was two that. No, actually, it sounds like you could have probably the tightest you could have given it was seven five. Mm. Sounds like that's the absolute tightest they could yeah. have given it. And and if I was being more generous to Galad, yeah. then I gave Warren two as I did on the evening when I watched it. So how the one judge give it? Like I know somebody's it was a tight fight and it was difficult yeah. to score. But how how one of these judges give it? What was it sixteen? 116, 112, 116, 113, which has, which, which has, 116, 113 means there's an even round in there. Yeah, definitely. You know, you know what I also like? I like hometown decisions. <laughs> I, do, I do. Because, okay. but look, you've earned your right to be champ, right? And you've also, the, the fact that Frampton has fought, um, Sorry, not sorry. Uh, uh, Warrington for Frampton. Frampton, who that that performance was incredible. It was bloody good. No yeah. one thought he was going to go. Frampton's like talking up, like um, you know, he would beaten Santa Cruz once, lost, yep. you know, convincingly the second time, but still he had beaten them once. There should perhaps should have been a trilogy, but Warrington, you'd think, was a, is a step down, and we're going to find that out if they manage to match them to Warrington and Santa Cruz. But you'd think yeah. it's a step down. And, and I think perhaps Frampton maybe took Warrington a little lighter, or he genuinely is over the hill after only having yeah. 24 fights, which is confusing to, my, to, to me in, in any way. But Warrington's performance against Frampton was insane. It was, it was incredible. But yep. Galad didn't allow him to, 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 to do his work, which, which I, I admire. Um, yeah. It's better for boxing that Warrington won, though. It's better for boxing because Galad, yeah. it, it <laughs> depends what you like, but... Warrington's he's gonna, gonna, yeah, he's gonna he stuck up. the place out. Of Absolutely, bit, yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck him. So what? He got stiffed. So what? Yeah. I think we agreed that eight rounds to Warrington was was nowhere near reality. I think we agreed on that, aren't we? Yes, I, I absolutely. I mean, that's a joke. Yeah. Um, never. Yeah. I want to talk about Fury. Okay. And this can be a short conversation. Okay. I'm. Um, I'm like si- the fight was. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. He was. He was incredible against a pudding. An, yeah, just against the body, you know, and um, you didn't know that. You didn't, you know, uh, Andy Ruiz beats Schwartz, Andy Ruiz beats Brazil. Um, yep. So it doesn't really tell us much about the lay of the land. No. But but what what Fury did with a ranked fighter, you know, a decent, got a decent record, was it 24? Lots of knockouts. So uh, Schwartz, yeah, I think it's something, yeah, it is something like that. And he was game, he was game, yeah. but, but, but Fury's... Just his, his ability, just immediately he was completely out of his depth. And do you know yeah. what? Ninety percent of boxers, heavyweight boxers on the planet, will be out of their depth against Tyson Fury. My issue is yep. why and why this fucking conversation about who's the best heavyweight in the world? It keeps going on. Like, why are we? Why are we talking about this? Okay. Why are well, we talking about? Why are we comparing Deontay Wilder and Fury and and, and Joshua before him? Why, why was it even a discussion? After what Fury did to Deontay Wilder, why are we yeah. having? Why is it constantly this conversation about who's the best heavyweight in the world? Tell me. Yeah. People like to talk about it. People like to argue about these things. This the yeah, it's like arguing the... about who, like who's who's better at, at fighting or who's better at playing football, Man City or Stoke. Yeah, well, it's it's like Ronaldo and Messi. Everyone always argues no, about no, who's better. Ronaldo it's not like Ronaldo and Messi. Messi. It's nothing like that. 
One of them's <laughs> one of them's Ronaldo and it ain't Wilder. One of them's yeah. Messi and it ain't Wilder. Yeah. Well, it's it's two very different things. It's two very different styles, isn't it? You've got Fury, who's fantastic feet, fantastic movement, um, and Switch for in. for the majority of the fight, outbox Wilder. But out, but Deontay Wilder did the things you remember, and that's knocked Tyson Fury on his ass yeah, twice. Yeah, it's fine. Um, that's all right. That, that's fine. But he didn't knock him out. So he had he had a couple of moments in yeah. thirty six minutes of boxing. Yeah, a couple of moments. Thirty six minutes. He had a couple of moments throughout the majority. Throughout the rest, Tyson uh, Fury boxed his head off. You yeah. know, if Tyson Fury had power, legitimately, mm. if he had proper heavyweight power. He would, he would, he, he, by the end of his career, would be ranked as one of the best heavyweights ever to do it. Yeah. But he doesn't have. I was, no, I remember recording with you before and think, and saying he'll never be the same Tyson Fury. He'll never box again. Uh, and he, he's come back and he's, he's proved me wrong. He looks as good as he ever did. And what was really good was how spiteful he looked on Saturday. Wilder don't want that work. He does not want it. He knows if he gets in the ring with Fury again, now he's fit. Now, now that he's, I mean, to, to look at him, he doesn't look fit. He's got the same body yeah. as me, but just massive. Um, you know, he doesn't look it, but he's got, he's got everything, man. That guy, and and uh, in terms of charisma, up there with the best. You know, up there with the most charismatic boxers to ever do it. Tyson Fury. I think we're 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 living in an age of, um, or, or we're 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 able to understand and appreciate someone who's going to be remembered forever in this game. Wilder would be remembered for his knockout power. Frank Bruno had knockout power. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you, how do you think, for example, Tyson Fury would, would hang with a prime Lennox Lewis? He'd get beat by Lennox Lewis, but, yeah. but it would be an excellent fight. Lewis, it was... Um, but the stuff that I've seen... Um, uh, you know, uh, Lewis versus Vitali. Um, you know, he, he's he's elite level, and yeah. I think Tyson is also. But Tyson Fury is also. But I, I, um, I just fucking love him, man. He does not give a shit. He took. I, what my favorite thing about is him in in, um, in uh, press press conferences. He'll just make shit up and in interviews. Yeah. Just make stuff up. Like he's yeah. not yeah. playing the game in any way, and he's reached the pinnacle of the sport. Where you look at Anthony Joshua, who is played uh, who has um, played the game in the most extreme yep. most modern yeah, has. fighter you, you'd ever see and um, look where they are now because ultimately this is a sport where you can't hide you can't bullshit and eventually you get found out if you're not the real deal as we saw with Joshua Joshua isn't the real deal because he got beat by Andy Ruiz Tyson Fury has never lost a fight and has only ever been stiffed so uh, you know man uh, uh, I'm becoming. I don't have a. I don't have a fighter that I love at the moment. Right. But I'm. Tyson Fury is becoming the one. And I was about. To, yeah, I was about to say. It's, he sounds pretty close. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It's just. Uh, fuck it. I don't know. And and his. We're witnessing something, and I'm not sure enough people appreciate what what we're what we're witnessing in terms of boxing. And if he gets in the ring ever, if he does with Wilder again, he schools him. Yeah. He schools I, him. I think. Schools yeah, all I, of them. He schools them all. He will reign. As long as he wants to take the sport seriously, he abs- he absolutely has the ability to. I think, I think, like you said, in terms of ability, um, there's no argument about who the best heavyweight in the world is. Uh, it is Tyson Fury. Um, you said Deontay Wilder doesn't want it. I have to disagree with you there. I think I think Deontay Wilder believes in his power from round one to round twelve, and he believes he'll knock any man out. Um, 
Yeah, I think he, right, yeah. I think he would have taken the rematch. I think pretty sure he signed a contract for the rematch. It sat with Tyson Fury for I think it was a week. I read, and he didn't sign it. And that's because he wants to make as much money as he can in America before going for that fight again. And I don't blame him. It's a short career. Make your money. Uh, great to see a big crowd at the MGM on on Saturday. Um, yeah, Fury coming in, Rocky here. All that of was it. brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was so even, even Apollo Creed's top hat. Yeah, he did the lot. He did the whole work. So it was great. It was Amazing. really good to see. I'm, re- I'm really pleased now. For a long time, he was fighting at you know uh, Blue Water in Ken, and he was fighting really small crowds. And mm. you know, since the since coming back from the depression and all of that, the crowds have really started to turn out. He for looks him great, though. Don't you think he looks great? Like his, oh, looks brilliant. his face, yeah. his skin. You know, he looks so healthy uh, and like just just him bowling around, being a disgusting fat pig, shoving gear up his nose. Yeah. to where he is now uh, you know boxing gets a lot of stick a lot of it and it's a dangerous dangerous sport but yeah. you know look what it's done for him and look what he's doing for us as boxing, boxing fans it's beautiful um you wanted to you wanted to talk about ben davison and then i want to ask you one more question so yeah. a quick, just quick, quick, quick thing on ben davison what what's what, what, what's that all about he's 26 years old yeah he's got the best heavyweight in the world technically the best heavyweight in the world before you know he got his hand on him and he's got mm. Billy Joe Saunders, also probably technically one of the best. Actually, him or Canelo, best super super middleweights. And I, 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 he doesn't get the plaudit for because he's a bit of a wanker. He doesn't get the he doesn't get the the, the ratings he deserves from he, Billy Joe. Saunders. The problem with Billy Joe Saunders is he keeps pulling out fights. I know, mate. I know. He's a quality. He's a quality fighter. He yeah. says, he's hard he says to some like because shit. of all this shit. He says some dumb shit, and I'm not a fan of his. Of him as a human being, All but he right. keeps bloody pulling out of fights. And that's, he, that's... Yeah, I know, I know, I know, mate. I, I 100% agree with you. But when he yeah. does get in the ring, he's quite special. I, I think he's, brilliant. he's a brilliant fighter. And, and, and if he was from Mexico or or the states, he would he'd, yeah he'd have much more ratings. But because he's quite down to earth, you know, he's got that traveller accent, and he has yeah. a horrendous um, uh, pub, uh, appearance. What do you call it? Like yeah. a that public public appearance or yeah, just, yeah. He just he's not very saleable really no, um but you know this guy ben david must be like davidson he's, he's got he's just walked into two of the technically most gifted fighters on, on the planet but what's yeah. that about is that what do you I, I don't I, even need it my, my understanding of him for me is, sorry to me it's a bit patronizing that he's even there <laughs> yeah i i mean you know what i remember before fury came back thinking I think on the podcast I called him a PE teacher or yeah. something. Because um, like, that's, that's just kind of the vibe. Fitzpatrick, isn't it? Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Oh, him. Sorry. Yeah, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, no, do you know what? I can, I can get that one. But as I see him more and more, I actually get more of a Shane McGuigan kind of vibe about him. Right. Who perhaps doesn't have the pedigree as a trainer. He's not a grizzled old man with a huge belly and a cigar sticking but, out of his mouth. That's true. But, but Shane McGuigan um, took fighters on. Like yeah. Hay went to him, Groves went to him. Yeah, you know he took fighters on. Whereas Ben Davidson has inherited two gypsies. Yeah, and and Isaac Lowe as well, as well, isn't he? Who? Sorry, Isaac Lowe. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, Isaac, I'm pretty sure Ben Ben Davidson um, yes, tra- trains yes. him as well. Yeah, so, that's yeah. Who's also very very good. He's a very good fighter. He's a very good. Like, fighter. give him fucking get John Durm- John McDermott out of retirement. Yeah. go on, yeah. sort well, him out. That- well, it's funny you say that because a lot of people, was, you know, you've just sat there and just waxed lyrical about Tyson Fury, about how no one's ever beat him. Well, a lot of people would say John McDermott beat him in that first fight. <laughs> Mate, when, when I really started investing in boxing, there was, uh, the heavyweight scene in the UK was disgusting. 
You had yeah. John McDermott. You had Matt Skelton. You had Danny Williams, who one day could be incredible and the next utter yeah. garbage. I love Danny Michael Williams. Michael Sprott. I actually loved him. Did you love him? I loved him. Good. I screamed myself hoarse at Price Fighter. He's still fighting in Latvia, but he is. Yeah, he is. He is. He's still doing, do it. He's still doing bits. Yeah. He's got to take care of the kids. The many, many yeah. kids. It's really bloody sad. It's really, really sad. Yeah. We get bashed up and end up eventually. Yeah. Julius Francis did the same thing. Yeah. He had the British title, fought Mike Tyson. And you actually look at Julius Francis, because I've obviously re- interviewed Julius Francis a few weeks ago. And uh, he actually lost more fights than he won by the time he retired. Yeah. He lost about 12 fights in a row at the end. And it's just really sad. I mean, is it because like the great thing about boxing and getting in the ring is that it it shows up what's going in and what's going into fights and uh, and the decisions you're making. So while it's sad that he's still going on, the same with Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, it's it's sad, but then at the same token, it isn't in in the same way because it depends how you're living your life and the decisions you're making. Mm. <coughs> I don't know. I've got less sympathy. So I want to <coughs> ask you another question. We're going to talk about this. Uh, in the second half of the podcast. Right. Um, have you heard about Paulie Malinaji having a bare-knuckle boxing fight this Mate, weekend? what the fuck? He's got... He's, I swear to God, he, he, his hands are as brittle as, as, as sawdust. Yeah. Why is yeah. he going into a bare-knuckle fight? I have absolutely no idea why he's... I, I guess he wants the attention. He wants the money. I don't know. <gasps> what do you think about bare-knuckle boxing? Love it. You love it? I love violence in it. Like anything... <laughs> But I reckon, do you know, do you remember, um, do you remember uh, Bloodsport? No, Kickboxer. I love both of those films. Yeah, but they put like glue on their hands and then Top put it in glass. Yeah, let's up the ante. I think they should have peds in sports. I think we talked about this before. but You've spoken about this a million times. Give all of the boxers all of the performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. Give them I, I, <laughs> it's too dangerous a sport to do that. Do you remember in... That's what I want from every... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. Sorry, I'm, I don't mean that. I'm only I'm being a bit. Do you um, remember in the, in the Hot Shots film where yes. in the Hot Shots film when when he dips the bandages in the glue and then he dips them in M and M's? Exactly, I do remember that. And Skittles <laughs> and gummy bears and gummy, gummy bears. bears. Right. And he looks at it and he shakes his head. No gummy bears. <laughs> no gummy bears. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I uh, Malinaji because of his the, the hype around the um, McGregor Spa. McGregor, exactly. Yeah, that and he, he managed to put himself in that conversation when it was nothing to do with him. Mm. And so it's clear that what drives him is, is um, you know, attention. attention, yeah. And, you know, as a boxer, you know, he, a white, or say white, Italian, yeah. um, to have dreadlocks. Uh, you yeah. Know, you know what that's yeah. about. You know, it's just about people's eyes on him. He's obsessed with that shit. Yeah, and, he is. you know, there's one thing going in and boxing, and his, his defense was incredible as a boxer, because that's what kept him through, because he had no power. But I thought his defense, and he, he was a really good technician in the ring you know mm. for him to be the gatekeeper at world level for so long means that he's, he's definitely got something it certainly wasn't his ability to punch people in the face but doing bare knuckles is fucking stupid i mean it's it's a stupid sport it should never happen it shouldn't exist in, in any shape or form people yeah. get genuinely hurt and um i have no interest in, at all in watching that I, like unless it comes up in the group or I accidentally see something. Then yeah. I, I, I could give a shit about it really. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I think it's, I just think taking the gloves off makes it, makes it more barbaric. And yeah, boxing's box, horrible as well. It's horrible enough. It's horrible enough. Um, yeah. yeah get well soon to Jab, Zab Judah. And yeah, uh, no, I mean, that's, um, yeah, it's a fucked up thing. And he's gone on too long as well. 
And that's yeah. the thing with boxing, it's, it's such an extreme way to live your life. Just to walk away is not easy. And the fighters that do it, you have to really applaud. And it shows something about their upbringing and what surrounds them, that they're able to walk away from the sport without going back in. You know, you 100% know that um, George Groves ain't getting back in the ring. Yeah. Kawasaki yep. ain't getting back in the ring. And yep. luckily they're going to leave the sport with all their faculties. Yeah, and you know, a few quid. A few, well, more, yeah, more than enough to, to leave. But a it, decent life. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and that's what you ultimately want to see because as much as, as boxing fans, we want to see play, uh, fighters fight each other and people get knocked down and you get excited when they do. Um, also, I don't think anybody who loves the sport genuinely wants to see people hurt. No, uh, unless you're no. Tyrone. <laughs> he loves it. Like, he, loves said, it. he sends me women... MMA fighters getting knocked out. That's what he. That's what he does on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what get, gets him going. He's sick in the head, that guy. Mm. All right, nice Wild. one, Cal. Nice one, my friend. Has that been too long? I just felt like it might have been too long. No, you're, no, you're fine. You're fine. Edit right, me. We're gonna. I'm. I'm really looking forward to this. I think as we go along, we're gonna keep talking about more, more and more weird and wonderful things. And I think it's gonna be great fun. Well, it's uh, there. Loads of shit comes into my head during the week, but I've got no one to talk to about boxing. That's so. it, man. Now start writing it and notes on your on your phone, and start writing notes on your phone. And this is what we're gonna do every oh, podcast. Cal, I'm not doing that. Mate. I'm Come busy, on, well, I'm busy enough. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm giving you seven quid a month. <laughs> That's true. Do something for me. Yeah, all right, all right, no worries. <laughs> all right, nice one. Cheers, mate, bye. Take care, bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.